Hello and welcome to a new episode of Dinks with Kinks. I am your host, John Dondero. Uh, before we get into tonight, I want to remind everyone to follow us on that social media. We've had several of y'all reach out and tell us what, how we're doing, and we love to hear from you. Uh, it has been fantastic hearing like, feedback now that we're starting to get feed- more and more feedback, and we love it. Uh, so thank you so much. And People still don't say hello to me. That makes me sad. <laughs> I, I send all the messages from our social media. Uh, maybe you need to start yeah, commenting right. on uh, our social media post so they know where to find you. Uh, okay, fine. And with that note, uh, <laughs> let me introduce my lovely co-host. Uh, first, uh, the very uh, social media trending, uh, Miss Rebecca. Hello. And tonight, the man of the hour, the hour of the man. I'm so excited. The man who needs no introduction, but is getting a very long introduction because that's what we do here, Mr. Shep. Good evening. I am titling this episode, The Shepherd. (laughs) Because tonight, yeah, uh, we spun on the wheel and we are... We are diving deep into who we are as people, and tonight, Shep, you landed first on the wheel, so we are going to get a sneak you peek that into. You did. You stuck that landing so well. It was like stuck our third hard. spin. I know you. Our third stuck spin it on the so new one. Mm. <laughs> and then the achievement it's unlocked. Just... He became a fetish. You're my fetish. You are. You're my fetish as well. So I'm gonna go to your kink list now on on that stuff, and it's I'm gonna be there, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. Top of my list. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the first question I want to ask is: Oh no. We call you Shep, and it's short for Shepherd. Why is that your name? <laughs> like, why do we call you Shep or Shepherd? It's funny, those questions that you can answer yourself the best, but it was a name given to me in the infancy of my years of finally getting into the fetish life, working for a um, fetish production company, because I always was there to take care of or aid people, and um, during those years... People could uh, visit wherever I was living at the time and know that was the place to get away from everything. No drama, no stress. Even if two of the worst enemies came in the house because I was there and watching over everybody, they knew not to say or do anything. So just trying to take care of the flock, as it were. You tend your flock. And I can tell you from experience, I've witnessed it on multiple occasions. He comes by that name honest. <clears throat> that man he knows does. more about aftercare than I do about breathing. <laughs> <laughs> aftercare is important. We've already gone over that. It is. Um, so. so, Shep, I have to know what drew you into the fetish community, the kink and fetish community. Where was your start? Oh, I believe it just kind of found me and consumed me. 
wasn't something I was as the average everyday gent and also a bit shy by nature. Um, yeah, one time came upon a um, more mainstream uh, fetish event called Purgatory many years ago. In Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, shameless promo. <laughs> right. What can, I, what can I say? They are one of our sponsors. Well, okay, yeah, you're right, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yep, um, at Amos South End, I believe, yep. That's when they were finally moved over to the Amos and uh, got the first experience as the, um, just the vanilla guy, I guess it was at the time. Uh, enjoyed the different aspects of it. Uh, became close with one of the soft play people at the time, which then pulled me into the world. Started on soft, all things soft play. And then randomly one day tested out my uh, abilities with a flogger. And it just kept on progressing from there. And now he's probably one of, he's the flogger or like experience at Purgatory. I bring people to, to introduce them to the world. I, I always call Shep the gateway to the kink world because, okay, so you show up to Purgatory, which is a live event in Charlotte, North Carolina, about every other month. It's very mainstream. And so you get a lot of people in there who are just going for the party. And they've never, they have no idea what kink is. They have, you know, they, they know what they think they know from like, you know, media and stuff like that, but they have no idea. So my job at those events is to introduce them and make sure they're having a good thing. And Shep is the person I bring them to because Shep will do, you know, I know for a fact he can read people just by looking at them and go, I know exactly what you need. (laughs) And, Every time, directly after that, they buy like a lifetime membership, VIP pass, and they are signed up on his board immediately. I always have to go up there before the event starts and says, save me these spots for uh, (laughs) uh, what I call the demo. He called me a gateway drug. Rugs, would you agree with that? I would because, well, (laughs) yes. I I have never... I have, we, we've talked about this on our impact play episode. I have never been experienced flogging. I've never been flogged. So I always said that if anyone, if I was going to ever have that experience, I would want you to be my first, just because (laughs) if, why not have, if you have access to probably one of the best around, why not go there? Like I, I don't know. And I trust you. I think that's another thing for me because trust is big, but yeah. yeah, I think you're the gateway drug. I, of course, have you to disagree with one of the best around, but, um, but that's it's, just you. I, it's just who you are. You're going to uh, you're going to say you're not. But <laughs> Well, no, just because I, I do know many people with many different uh, skills and such. Some I don't have and, you know, some that are I will say. pretty crazy and out there, but very, <clears throat> very, very talented. So um, that's why it's hard for me to. Accept that fully. 
Well, I try to be very this. trusting and very a safe environment for people. Yes. You are the best introduction to that world because you have enough hmm. knowledge about, you know, the human body and care for somebody to make sure that they are ta- taken care of. So you give them the best first, you know, like they always say the first impression is the, the most important. You are the best first impression I think kink could ever have. <laughs> Hands down on the board. I want it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Chef. The best first impression of kink. No, I want to put Shep, the gateway drug. Oh no! The yeah, Shep, the gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> all all these new titles. I had a I had a fear they were new titles would be invented tonight. Oh, absolutely! You knew what this. <laughs> oh, of course. You knew what this is about. You you, knew it you contacted me earlier. You're like, you sure you want to do tonight's episode? We can we can postpone. We can just do it another day. Well, you you were you were looking a little sickly. You know, I'm just watching out for your health as you, as you say I do. Uh, like yeah yeah. Like Very a good shepherd, right? of you. <laughs> like a good shepherd, State Farm is there. No. Yeah. We'll get there. No. We'll, we'll get a jingle. We'll get a jingle for it. We'll get. We'll get a jingle for Shep. That's I already have my own, my own personal <clears throat> all natural jingle going on. <laughs> so Shep, um, what if you had to name your favorite kink, like the kink that is like most true to your core that you enjoy personally, not so much, you know, doing for someone else, but something that you enjoy yourself? What would it be? Um. I guess the one I felt so natural with is the flogging. Yeah. I mean, I've done a, plenty of different things. Um, electric play, wax play, blade play, all those different things, soft play. But um, I guess I always seem most uh, natural with the floggers. Well, I mean, that's what you're most best at. But I mean, saying, what do you yeah. as a person enjoy? Yeah, what do you enjoy receiving? True, 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 true. Like, yeah, I was like, you see, you see how he skirted that question. The man, I did. The man is the I, best. I noticed that. I knew that you were yeah. not going to let it go. That's why I didn't say anything. I knew you weren't going to let, yeah, like, let him get away with it. He was just like, so. let me show you my skirt and how great it is. Just go around this way. Uh, no, we want to know like what you enjoy like as a person. Hmm. And like I said, you can be like, I enjoy, you know, facilitating that's that is an actual acceptable answer if you can get you know yeah that's what it is i am uh, the giver and the facilitator and such so oftentimes i do gain enjoyment from others seeing the enjoyment faces and stuff like that um even on the fetish line i can't i couldn't ever pin down something i Something that stood out as far as receiving or a fetish when it uh, came to myself. Because I think the thing I enjoy the most, I guess, was always skin, contact. So, massage or just the caressing and stuff like that. So, uh, I've never been much of a receiver, always a giver. (laughs) <laughs> well, and I I will say this. I can see that. It's always better like, to give than receive. That's what they say. 
<laughs> and and that very much is like you know you can absolutely gain a lot of pleasure from that and i see that in not just a fetish world but like in our personal lives like when we have vr parties you always want to like introduce people to vr because you think they'll enjoy it like if you think someone's going to enjoy it you'd be like let me facilitate this for you and yes. and it's a lot of fun yes you, i'm quite the enabler like, our first meeting shep our first in-person meeting that's what we did was vr you taught me vr that's when i fell in love with you <laughs> the virtual me <laughs> no you were in person um, yeah you had brought the vr headset over to the yeah, house for recording she, just, she likes me best for my vrs hmm. i have my own i don't need yours i like you for you <laughs> okay i want to know was there anything kink and fetish wise that actually surprised you when you tried it and you liked it was there anything that you you tried that you were like i can't believe i'm actually sort of into that like was there anything that sort of ever and not necessarily like a shock you know 100 but like a just a surprise like you weren't expecting it including stuff you heard on this podcast like we talked about you're like I kind of want to try that now, now that I, I know, know about it. There's so many. I'm like, huh, <laughs> all right. Well, there we are. <laughs> well, while he thinks about this. I just, I really, I've um, run the gambit of knowledge on different fetishes and the podcast, yes, has um, even educated me on a few I didn't know about. Nothing has come up as a real... Um, surprise, because with me, it's it's not about fetishes per se that I find interest in, but I see them more as more knowledge and tools for my my tool belt, or to where those fetishes I can maybe help in others experience or engage in. As you said, I'm. I gained the name uh, Shepherd because I like to tend to the flock or enable experiences for others. The the one thing I will say about Shep is like Shep is probably one of the in, at least in Charlotte the larger name. Like if you talk about people in the kink world, Shep is known, and you know you are a pretty vanilla person when it comes to your own interest. Your abilities and knowledge expand well outside you know what you would consider vanilla because you have i have picked your brain about many 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 things but as far as like your own personal things i would say your you know your enjoyments are very you know rudimentary like you know like skin on skin contact the pleasure of others you know very vanilla in that would you would you disagree with that statement Um, I don't see that. See that—that's that's strange. That's, I mean, I'm figuring. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how best to word it because I, I don't yeah, I mean, quite agree with that. I don't see exactly, that. I think the but, skin um, on skin contract. There's a. It's a, it's its own kink. You know, it's its soft well, no. play. Is its own. <clears throat> what well, I'm not saying that he is not a kinky individual. I'm well, saying we all know that. that. Yeah, he. <laughs> The the man is known for the kinks. I mean, he is owned things with kinks. He's he's, uh, he's speaking members. directly on things that that motivate me or drive me or or things that specifically 
give me a like the would, reactions. Would you consider yourself a uh, vanilla mindset when you can derive pleasure from just you know interactions? Um, that I mean, like that are basically vanilla. Like that's what I'm I'm talking about. Not so much that he is vanilla, but he can derive pleasure from vanilla outside of if that's the pleasurable person for his partner. You mean in more along the line of the sensual, not the fetish, per se. Not exactly. Vanilla. Yeah, not yeah, vanilla. Not vanilla. I think vanilla describes something different. Yeah. Oh, is it demisexual? Isn't that when you have to be attracted to somebody's mind? Isn't that what that's... If, if demisexual is no demisexual is you will only find sexual attractiveness with somebody you feel close to. I think I think that's very much it. I yeah. don't. You I have mean, to have I mean, an. Um, I think I think he does have to have like he I, he is a facilitator. I you know all that stuff, but I don't. I think as. And this is, I could be completely off base because I'm not Shep. I'm speaking as an outsider and a friend. Um, I think that anybody that I've seen is that he's been interested as in a, a sexual partner or, or any of that. It's, he has to have that emotion and intellectual. So that's not necessarily vanilla as so much as he's got to have more than a, a physical attraction to them. Like you said, it's more than a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) More than a lust in. (laughs) That's one thing, you know, we we never discussed um, is the sexual orientation of any of us besides me. I mean, it's pretty ambiguity gets with me, but we think I like everything. Oh, you you talked about being bisexual. I think I've talked about being pansexual. Yes. Panoram. That being panoram. Because uh, I've always, you know, tried to mystique the whole. We don't know what I like, just a little bit of everything. But you like Michelle, everything. It's always, <laughs> I do. I like everything, and I think the as much as everyone thinks I like everything, people don't know what Shep likes. They assume, like getting to the core of what Shep is, like what he prefers. Well, that is true. Because I on the. There are many times I asked me asked that of myself since how naturally my mind tends to work when it comes to you know those enjoyments and stuff like that. I seem to emulate other people, not in the sexual identity aspect, but as far as um, again living vicariously through others. Their enjoyments and everything else. So it's almost that I tend to adapt to my environment, as it were. Mm. That he does. Now, when it comes to the whole <laughs> sexuality, that kind of stuff, um, definitely in the, the heterosexual realm, um, but as, as uh, like, I've done with both massage therapy and you know, flogging and stuff like that. There's no real preference. Um, maybe and maybe this kind of was affirmed in my head through the massage therapy stuff to where it didn't matter the body in front of me. I treated it as the same. 
because as a massage therapist, my focus is not on, on what's top, what's on what's showing on the skin, it's the muscles underneath. So at that point, and there's that's... no gender, there's no nothing, there's just the muscles, you know. That has been something I've always truly admired about you as as far as both like a massage therapist and a uh, flogger and a dom is it didn't matter who I brought you. It didn't matter the gender or anything. They would get the exact same experience because you didn't, you know, you never had any bias to who was on in front of you. It was just like, huh. this is what I do. And that's something that has always just astounded me, like your ability to just be like, I only see and I only experience what needs to happen. Like, that is amazing. And I think more doms should have that mindset, especially in a professional setting. And that is amazing show. <laughs> just doing what I can. <laughs> how uncomfortable he is with all these compliments. I know. <laughs> he is, this, is, this is where me and Shep share. This is the one thing that me and Shep share is our inability to be complimented. I'm so happy it's him being questioned and complimented instead of me. But Your yes, neither one of us. John. It's not. <laughs> um, We're all on there. <laughs> yes. So... Um, Drill in deep while you can. Time is wasting. <laughs> oh. Okay. Here's a fun one. Here's a fun one. Oh, my. You ready? It's fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Ready? Is ready? it going to be a regular joygasm? <laughs> <laughs> Boxers are brief, Shep. I have to know. <laughs> Wait, can I answer this? Because I, I think I know the answer. No, it has oh, to be my. Shep. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just wonder why he wants to talk about my what kind of briefs aware there. I'm a little nerved now. No, yeah, yeah. You go ahead, you answer. It's a question. I was just gonna I was just gonna take a shot in the dark. Well, I As long as you're not taking a feel in the dark, I guess. <laughs> never briefs. Sometimes boxer briefs, sometimes boxers, sometimes Nothing. Just all in the mood. Gotcha. I was gonna say no underwear. I don't. I, well, you know, in my no, brain, you can't, say, you can't always do none because I mean, I do like to. It's it's unfortunately a rare treat right now, but I do like to go walking, hiking, stuff like that. And during those kind of times, you probably want a little extra security there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what is your, somebody is new to the kink community and you are talking with them. What is one piece of advice that you would give a new kinkster? I don't know. See, that, that's not a question for me. That's the why I love um, our events because John is the talker. I'm just the doer. <laughs> so... <sighs> Can you answer my question, please? Oh, my, my. Nice, Ray. Yeah, don't push that on me. It's not my episode. Nope. <sighs> but, because <clears throat> I've got well, a question next. This is a doozy. 
Well, yeah, that one's hard to answer in the sense of normally what I say is very situational based. So that's a little too general for me to kind of give some words to. Yeah, kind of get okay. what I see there. Okay, how about this? What is advice that you wish you had when you entered the king community? Oh, that's a good one. Not so much, yeah, not so much that you would give, but that you wish you had. And that wasn't the doozy question. It's coming next. Uh, that is just oh. a rephrasing of the question she asked. What advice would you wish you had uh, coming into the world of kink when you started? <laughs> coming. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to be two there. <laughs> it usually is. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Lost my train of thought there. Uh-huh. Her voice oh, is re- always so so distracting and mesmerizing, isn't it? Oh, I love yes, how he's avoiding just, these questions, isn't he? He really is. I mean, I he will say, but I knew it, it took 25 minutes before he just went full on dodge. He is like agent in the Matrix dodging these bullets. <laughs> I think it's. I think what I love so much about Shep being on <laughs> Digs with Kinks with us is that he is so different than you and I because we'll just answer questions we'll just pretty much spill everything Shep is very much more reserved so having to pull these out these I questions will spill and, it's just well, you because you because you seem to be like I don't know dodging a whole lot of questions and answers I, there sir no this is what I, as, as was once Shep. stated very long time ago I don't speak often because I'm always doing my best to choose the proper words. <laughs> Shep, I always tease Shep as being my Spock to my Kirk because he's very logical. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's very well thought, and yes, yes. You, you you can see the words because he he's very cautious about what he says. Um, and but I think that really boils into what he is as a person because he does he never wants to offend. Unless that's his goal. Um, because I will say he has said some things to me uh, the past week that has been like come to Jesus moments. <clears throat> that being said, uh, <laughs> my question for you, Shep, is. Well, no, no. Let me answer that little one right quick first. Okay. Yeah. The only thing. Uh, let's, let's give the bang for the buck. Right. So. Anything that I was told to me, um, always, always be safe in all of your pursuits or adventures, but never be afraid of any of them. Try them out. See how they feel. And I will give you that, Shep, for somebody who is uh, the very logical person that you are. You seem hmm. to be very open-minded. You seem to be more open-minded than most people I've ever spoken to as far as that. But my question for you is, this is a podcast where we do a lot of weird talking and um, you have to deal with me on a weekly basis. What made you want to do this podcast with me? Like what – Like, I, 
I, I really want to know. Like, Shep, I love having uh, you on this podcast. You are an absolute treasure to this podcast, and I think you bring a side to the kink um, that, you know, really connects with people. My question is being, you know, as, as, as we've grilled you tonight, as f- fans have most doubtedly like noticed. Like a fine, great A piece of steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know I think and this is coming from like you know the audience perspective having to deal with myself uh, since the start and dealing mm-hmm. with tonight being put on the wheel and both me and, me and Rebecca grilling you <laughs> what what went through your mind when you were approached about this podcast and like what was your reasoning for being a part of it, which we are very glad you are a part of it. You are the star of the show sometimes. You absolutely are. My favorite parts of the episodes are usually Shep. Yes, yes, and you are the galaxy above us, always shining bright. But anyways, <laughs> that wasn't for you. I was talking about the galaxy shirt lady. It's tie-dye, but thank you. But it looks like galaxies, does it not? Okay, he keeps dodging these questions. Are you Neo? Are you the one? Are you just stopping the bullets? Yes, he is. (laughs) She's a very distracting presence, what can I say? I mean... Anyway, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Well, we both know that... I, yes, as you said, more reserved, not much of a talker, more of a doer, so concept of a podcast never really it entered my mind until you brought it up. Because podcasting requires talking, and yeah, not much of the talker, usually, until you bring it out of me. Anyways, um, I, next to you know, doing all the fetishes and actions and stuff. The most uh, thing I enjoy above all is teaching people. So not just experiencing the fetish, but teaching them about it or teaching someone how to use floggers or do the things to, again, further enable them to dive into these things on their own without those fears. So it just felt right at the time. And I knew you would uh, be the big talker, so yeah, I could get away with not talking as much and uh, doing all the technical work and everything else. So yeah, you gave me the easy job. So that's that's one why, one reason why I did it. well Shep I want to say that I want to thank you for being on this podcast and this journey the entire time we have done over we've been doing this for over a year and it would not have been I don't think this would have been a successful podcast without you you have missed one episode and I will say that the episode you missed was it, it lacked you like I knew at that moment, we could not do Days with Kinks without um, without you. 
So I want to I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to being on this podcast. Even if you don't think you bring a lot to the table, you bring more than you will ever understand. I don't think I don't. You know me. As always, just doing my part. <laughs> All right. Rebecca, do you have any last questions for him? I, I feel like we have grilled this man enough uh, to the point like where... I we should give him some reprieve. I think. Oh, yeah, no. You, won't, you don't enough. get this chance much, so... Oh, I oh, do all the time. I, can, I, I mean, John and I are like, we, we just don't have to record it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Shep, I you're my roommate. The, the audience, I, I literally so. was... This is true. Give, and that being said, audience, audience, if you're listening to this episode and you have further questions to ask us, please <laughs> reach out to social media at Dinks with Kinks on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Ask them. Ask those questions. Okay, I have one. Ask I have them. one. All right. You can feel free not to answer. <laughs> Ships if you're good, like getting naked. All right. Now I'm distracted. So <laughs> Showing that ink. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have to answer this one. What is your favorite sexual position? Oh, yeah, I want to know this I can't believe now. we didn't ask that one. I know, I can't believe we have never Wait asked that question. While he thinks about it, can we make guesses? Okay. All right. My guess is standing partner bent over the bed. Really? Mm-hmm. I feel like he's That's an eye guess. contact type of guy. I feel like girl on top facing him. Or any type of eye contact. I don't feel like missionary, though. Like, any type of, like, face-to-face. I feel like he would be that. That would be a big connection. Yeah. Um, I would go... I can definitely go with the uh, the face-to-face. Uh, any positions to relate I mean. to that? <laughs> because I'm a very visual person. So, all the actions in the visuals going on like in that particular in those positions poses from top to bottom is something I just can't take my eyes off <laughs> you know, you to know see what? the expressions well, to see the motions and such all <laughs> at the same time together yes I was right <laughs> you you know I what you're right 100% you're right you nailed it but that being said, I think it's time to find out what we're talking about next week. I think it's time to spin oh. that wheel. Mm-hmm. Are I you guys pray ready? It's not me. <laughs> I mean, it can't land on the se- it can't land on two people like back to back. I won't allow it that. Can. Oh, you won't. You'll oh, just spin the wheel and cheat. No, I won't so cheat because I can't because cheater? it will take it off the wheel. That's the thing. If I spin, it takes it off the wheel, so we have to do that. Because I don't have their memory to put it back on. <laughs> no, you have the memory of a goldfish. All right, we can spin. I think you did spin. I was oh, caught no. on. Oh, I did. Why is it his I facial expressions always make me nervous? Because he makes the Lord nervous. <laughs> he does so, you know, that. this time <laughs> of year, um, we, we really look back at, like, you know, uh, fairs of all sorts of types, uh, mainly in the Renaissance era, 
Um, but you know, this year, th- this week, we really got medieval on uh, Shep's ass by asking him a bunch of questions. But next week, I think we really should dive deep into medieval medieval play toys. I'm going to the Ren Fest tomorrow, so that is going to be so great. She'll be researching hands on. I'm actually going to the Ren Fest tomorrow. (laughs) All right. In the Ren Fair, there's always just one attraction. It's called the Torture Dungeon or something like that, where they talk about the torturing of medieval times. I want you to go into that room and I want you to go, this is for sex research. I want you to tell the people you're going in there for sex research and be like, I'm on a podcast about sex. I need to do research. That would be a great TikTok, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll do a TikTok live. So, yeah, next week we are talking about medieval toys and devices. It's going to be a lot of fun. Chip, I want to thank you. For letting us grill you for uh, here on over and half an hour of just belligering you with questions and watching you go, I don't talk. Hmm. You did an amazing job. This is a great episode. This you did is a wonderful probably, job. Thank you for sharing yeah. with us. Yes. Top. I'm always the sharing and caring. <laughs> top episode of the new wheel right here. Because we learned a lot about you that I don't think the audience really knew. And, and now we start the Shepherd Fetish campaign. Oh, absolutely. So guys, if you're on, one on my fat life right now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if you're on fat life, just add the shepherd on uh, your uh, fetish list and show us. Like, send us a screen cap. I want to see screen caps of your fetish list on FetLife and I want to see the shepherd on there because (laughs) you are absolutely one of my fetishes I will go and make that fetish right after this podcast (laughs) so this is John Ondero saying goodnight from the Dinks and Kinks and I couldn't do this podcast alone with me tonight as always the illustrious Miss Rebecca (laughs) good evening and as always, since day one, <laughs> the ever annoyed but the ever playful, Mr. Chef. Yay, Chef. Till next time. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>